0: Hello, everybody. It's uh, Brother Kapow on November 30th, 2017, almost at the end of the year. Unbelievable. I apologize, sincerely apologize for um, not doing Freedom Friday last week or a Kapow radio show on Monday. We got very, very busy. It's a very busy time of year with us over here. Uh, we do a lot of different activities, a lot of different things that we're involved in and uh, they take up a lot of time and they take up the weekend often and it's hard to prepare and get things done. So anyway, having said that, it's Freedom Friday and uh, there's a lot of stuff, you know, that I missed over the last week or so. I mean, it's just incredible. How many of you out there feel... Uh, the perilous times that we live in how many of you wake up read the news watch the news talk to other people whatever and go wow something is wrong something is different something is not quite right in life all around me i can't tell you how many times you know, I run into people. Like, How are you today? And they go, well, I'm on the other side of the grave. I'm alive. That's, you know, their answer. I, and I don't say it, but inside I think, yeah, that ain't good. <laughs> you know, I don't want to wake up and go, hey, I'm still here. You know, I wake up and go, Lord, you didn't come. I was asleep. You haven't come yet. When are you going to come? Are you are you you going to come or just, uh, am I just going to grow old here? With all this nonsense, uh, because it's really hard to take. You know, it's like I can't go back to sleep. I can't reclose my eyes and go, okay, everything I've learned in the last 10 years is null and void. And I'm just going to go back to um, being a normal, regular, worldly type of American. Um, I'm going to enjoy those things of the world and not think in spiritual terms anymore. I'm not going to worry about God's law and the second coming and in true biblical Christianity. I'm going to give up trying to uh, warn others or preach a gospel because it doesn't it doesn't benefit you at all you don't gather large numbers of listeners or subscribers or whatever you're doing when you're when you're talking biblical truth you're just you're not you're not the most popular person on podcasting or on youtube things like that i mean we all know you you have to know that and um so it'd be a lot easier because you know you're saved and you're like well i just go back to sleep and i'll just wait till the end and uh you know i've enjoyed life and uh, now it's over unfortunately i i can't do that i can't once you go down that rabbit hole you can't climb back out once you take the red pill you can't then choose the blue pill once you unplug you can't replug so it's it gets difficult and um you know, there's a there's an old song that said, uh, doctor, my eyes, <laughs> you know, my eyes have seen the truth and his eyes were hurting. They were wide open. And it's like that. They're, they're wide open. And that, uh, you know, it's just blaring through. And what are you going to do? So I know there's many of you listening that feel the same way, that absolutely feel the same way. You just every day you're like, wow, you know. And you, you look for scripture, you look for answer. You have to, you really do have to go back to scripture. As difficult as it is at times um, to to read the word and try to find truth in there. As difficult as it is to do that in today's modern world. It's, without that, there's no other, we don't have any other standard. And um, then we get other quote-unquote truth from other people all the time and it may ne- not necessarily be true so you do have to do your own due diligence so I, I want to start with 2nd Timothy three fourteen, because Paul is writing to Timothy and he's talking about the last days those are the last days between Pentecost when Peter says this is that spoken by the prophet Joel these are the last days Joel two second 2nd uh, chapter of Acts last times and it's the last times the last days it's the last epoch of time uh, there won't be any other when the return of Christ comes there won't be another epochs of time here on earth so this is the last that last epoch so we're in the last times and so Paul um well, was already going on in his day to you know 1000 years ago he talks about these um Perilous times. He says, this know also that in the last days, the days that they were living in, the days that you and I are living in. Perilous times shall come. Perilous, 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 perilous times. And in the Greek, it's the idea of reducing the strength. It's a difficult time, dangerous. It could be furious or fierce also. The stories I'm going to talk about today, you're going to see perilous all over it. So he says perilous times shall come. Times, times. That's a uh, an opportunity. It's a, a time, a while. Due time. Due measure. Okay? Perilous times are coming. And they came for Paul, and they're here for us also. And now the list here is for men shall be lovers of their own selves. I think of the term selfie, (laughs) right? They're covetous. And that's a, that's a unique word in the Greek. It means it's not just regular covetous. It's, it's, it's different. It means fond of silver or basically loving money. Isn't that interesting? And anything that you see that's wrong in this world or something I don't see right, follow the money trail. Follow the money trail. And you'll see it's all about the money. It's all about the serpent. It's all about the snake, that dollar sign. Everything. Um, I was just reading about the current tax reform that's coming down. And I was reading that today. And I was like, wow, really? Did you know everything that they're proposing is going to end in 2025? So all those great tax cuts That people think they're going to get and um, everybody is going to quit. Um, (laughs) They're they're going to just take the standard deduction. They're going to quit itemizing. See, but after eight years, that's all going to go away. Did you know that? So that's going to be a really heavy duty bargaining chip uh, for whoever's in power at the time. Just I'm just saying, you just follow the money trail. Nothing is what it seems it is. They're lovers of own selves. They're covetous of money. They're boasters. They're proud. They're blasphemers. They're disobedient to parents. Starts young, doesn't it? They're unthankful and they're unholy. That's a big one. They're unholy. Without natural affection. Without natural affection. Truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent and fierce. That's incontinent is weak, like a weakness. But, but you know, you're getting fat and lazy, but fierce is then you're inhumane to other people. Despisers of those that are good, they don't like people that are good. Traitors, they're heady, heady-minded. They're lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. I think that goes without question. And they have a form of godliness. So you might think they're Christian or they might say they're Christian Just the other day, we were watching a YouTube channel on witchcraft, and I've never seen this gal before, but they had a a clip of this gal who was a Christian witch, and she was explaining, or she was, she calls herself a reverend, she was teaching on um, how uh, Christ isn't just for Christians, but for everybody, including witches. So they have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, that means denying the real creator God. God himself or God made flesh. And then Paul says to Timothy from such turn away. So you're looking at this going, yeah, yeah. All those politicians, all those celebrities. Well, unfortunately Paul is talking to Timothy about people in the church. That's right. He's talking about people in the church. It is almost the exact same list as people that are in the world but he's talking about people in the church. Quite amazing, quite amazing. Um, in Romans one twenty nine, that list is about men from the world. And it says being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity and whispers. And then Paul has this list for Timothy and these are people in the church. This is for of this sort are they which creep in the houses and lead captive silly women that are laden with sins. Their consciousness is all messed up with sins, so they're easy to lead astray by men who meet all this criteria above. So it's not just the women who are silly being led away, the men lead them away. See, it's both. And they're led away with divers lusts. So they got itching ears, you know, whatever preacher so-and-so or minister so-and-so or this ministry so-and-so says, and especially if he's a good looking dude, eh, gonna listen to him. And the, uh, these silly women are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Right. You know, look at all the stuff people chase around today. I mean, they're chasing around a lot of stuff. Um, but not really interested in biblical biblical teaching because that's boring. And I'm going to stop right there because it's Freedom Friday, not a Kapow show, but Freedom Friday. So, story number one. Keep, Keep that list in mind. Son mutilated dad and then he posted selfies after he murdered him. This is in Chicago. So this guy, this son, he's in his 30s. Uh, Just a regular idiot running around there. And his dad had served him with a court order, barring him uh, from his residence, barring him to come near him, a a restraining order. Right. So this guy, the uh, son, being a law abiding citizen, then goes to his father's house and he kills him. He uh, hits him. Blood trauma kills him. And then he takes a chainsaw and um, other instruments and cuts him up he pours body all, I mean gasoline all over the body obviously he's trying to get rid of the evidence and things like that when the uncle came to the house he saw this son in there his nephew knowing full well he shouldn't be there and didn't call the police so when the police knocked on the door this guy answers the door and says no my dad's not here he's in the hospital and they go yeah we need to check it out and they go in there And um, they take him into custody for violating the protection order. Right. But then they find the father's body. But here's here's the deal. This guy goes to he's in court. Right. Um, For the pending charges of murder. And they're talking about um, the violation of the protection order that the father took out. And so this guy, this demon possessed man, he's totally demon possessed. So that's what I'm talking about. Perilous times. They're very dangerous times. This guy's. This guy was a human at one point who's now experienced a total takeover of a demonic entity or entities. And they're all around us, folks. They just haven't some haven't snapped yet, but they're snapping all around. I'm telling you um, now is the time when Jesus said in, in Luke to his disciples, you know, there was a time I sent you out um, without money bag. And without an extra belt, without extra clothing, and I sent you out without weapons, and you did this. And then he says, but now I'm leaving, and now you need to take a money bag with you, get a belt, get some extra stuff, sell sell some extra clothing if you have it, and buy yourself a sword. And Peter says, look, Lord, there's two. And, and Christ says, it is enough. Um, get yourself some protection, folks. Get yourself some protection. You know, I'm a, I'm a former cop. Everybody knows that. Um, I'm armed. I carry concealed all the time. And um, especially nowadays, I don't go anywhere, anywhere without a sidearm. I have a concealed firearm on me at all times because I do not trust these slash human reptilian demonic possessed people that are around me. And And you can't say anymore that, oh, it won't happen in my little town. It won't happen in my church. You look at that Texas church shooting only church in town i mean how many people are there? 80 people you know in that town only church in town and they got a, a mass murderer who goes in there and wants to whack everybody so it's up to you you know you want to protect yourself or your family or loved ones i mean that's totally your call um but if you're into such such a thing i would say uh get some training Know what you're doing. Subscribe to some good magazines. Conceal American Concealed Carry is a good magazine. Uh, They talk a lot of just. It's all about carrying concealed. They talk about holsters and different ways to carry and laws and things like that. Know your laws. Get skilled if you're going to do such a thing. Um, I do, and I take a lot of other precautions. I won't talk about, but uh, I do these things because I do not trust the world we're living in. So this guy goes to court. And when he's uh, they're talking about the protection order, he shouts out, the order of protection is gone, and he smiles because he says he's no longer living. So this guy's totally demon-possessed, totally demon-possessed. Um, he's chuckling in court, and um, he started laughing when the judge had mentioned that he had cut his father's penis off also. So it got so bad that the judge removed him from the court, and... Um, because of his outbursts and stuff like that, but the guy's totally nuts, totally nuts and um but you're seeing more and more of that now there was' an, a there was a public defender there uh to defend this guy <laughs> and when the public defender had asked this demon possessed man uh, he asked the court to evaluate this guy at a jail hospital for his you know mental you know, uh, capabilities. This dude shouted and said, he got my death body, G. And he pointed a finger at the defense attorney and he says, I'm going to kill him. So, right? You think, well, they're not in my neighborhood. They're not sitting next to me. They're not at work. You just don't know nowadays because the demonic takeover uh, is, is strong. So we got, we got into these last days of perilous times. And because of all these things that I just read to you, you know, in Timothy about how they are, they've opened themselves up to a total takeover of another entity or entities. You see, (sighs) they're unholy. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. So you got to be real careful because there's, they're crazy people. Okay, here's, uh, here's one that's really disturbing. And um, here's, here's the headline. It says, I did it to kill people. 11-year-old Louisville girl crashed his truck in a home. She did it to kill people. That's all they say. This family was in their house. Um, no one was hurt. There was a close call. But a truck slams into the front of their house and the driver's an 11 year old girl who the family says has autism but she said she did it on purpose the house said the um the people in the house said it sounded like a bomb went off just like a bomb went off everybody was in shock everybody's still in shock so this guy comes home from work about 2 30 in the afternoon and then his five children are sitting in the living room and this truck just comes crashing through and he believes some furniture, a couch and stuff that was there basically saved their lives. The love seat slid around and made kind of a barrier and blocked the kids from getting killed. Now the girl, the little 11 year old girl, she wasn't even injured and she talked to the police when they came on scene and the officer couldn't believe what he, what he heard. He said, he's told her like, excuse me? And she said, I wanted to kill people. And he said, I'm sorry, what did you say? And she said, I wanted to kill people. So now the family's saying, oh, she's autistic. You know, she wanted to kill people. She's not autistic. She's demon possessed. Say, there's nothing wrong with her brain physically. There's something wrong with her brain and her spirit. Spiritually, she's demon possessed. Serpent seed, serpent seed. Yeah. So seconds before the crash, this other gal was driving on the road when that truck driven by that little girl slammed into her car. And her car was hit so hard, she spun several times and her vehicle was totaled. So she's she. So she finds out it's the same kid and she's asking, where are the parents? How did she this this little girl get in the car? How did she even get access to the keys? right uh and so she found out that this this little girl ran her this truck right into this house because she wanted to kill people obviously she realized she wanted to kill this other lady before you know? crazy absolutely crazy so this is um it's a demonic takeover it's it's been predicted it's it's here Uh, It will get worse and worse. The darkness will get worse and worse until the light shows. I don't know when that light's going to show. I don't know if any of us are going to survive it and be around when the light shows. I don't know. You know, it's very difficult, very frustrating. Here's a thing that happened over Thanksgiving Day. Um, Another sad thing. It's a Virginia youth pastor. Now, we reported on a youth pastor last month who killed his, his wife. They don't know why. <laughs> see, there's nobody that's immune. If you're not, you're either either light or you're darkness. Now there's not a gray area. You see, there's no more playing around. This is this is dangerous. The Virginia youth pastor remained in jail after he was charged in a Thanksgiving night shooting deaths of his wife, the stepdaughter, and the stepdaughter's boyfriend. This guy was 58 years old. He killed three people. And he, uh, he used a gun to do it. They said that uh, his wife, who was also 58, she had a daughter who was 30 and her boyfriend, who's 36 years old. They were all shot to death in the home. The cops said it, it appeared to be domestic violence. And this guy was a youth pastor at Grace lutheran church grace lutheran church i don't have to tell you what i think about organized religion um methodist and lutheran and presbyterians and you know those folks that have allowed the gay pastorship and embrace the rainbow people and you know i don't have to go on and on just have to read paul's words for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, holy, without natural affection. Without natural affection. No, but we're going to allow them to be pastors in our Lutheran churches. Truth Truth-breaker, breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, 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 despisers of those that are good, traitors, heavy minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, I'm a youth pastor, but denying the power thereof. The real God from such turn away. Unfortunately, his wife, her daughter, and her boyfriend couldn't turn away in time, and they're now dead. They're now dead. Youth pastor, form of godliness. Was he a godly man? Hell no. He was not a godly man. He's what Paul just wrote about. Okay? He's just what Paul wrote about in 2 Timothy. It's what Paul warned Timothy that was going to happen in the last days in perilous times. This list is for people in the church. (laughs) It's not out. It's not outside people. I read you that list in Romans. Very similar. This list, this list is for people in the church. Hmm. Okay. Las Vegas shooting. Another person has died. You probably heard about this by now. Roy McClellan, he also disputed, by the way, the official narrative that's out there. Now, is this all coincidental? Is this all coincidence? This makes like the ninth person that survived October 1st, a month, less than two months ago, mass shooting in Las Vegas, worst mass shooting in the history of uh, the United States, outside a wounded knee. And then they die. Uh, Some sometimes weeks, um, a month later. It could be coincidence. It could be coincidence. Uh, This guy was having problems with the shooting. He was seeing a therapist. He couldn't sleep at night. It was really messing with his head. That's what his wife said. And I don't know. He was a biker guy. So I don't know if he broke down or what the deal was, but he was on foot walking on foot. In a town uh, just about fifty miles outside of uh, Las Vegas, called Perum, Nevada, and as he was walking, he was hit by a, uh, I believe, a, a Camaro, a Chevy Chevrolet uh, Camaro, and he was hit and uh, killed. And it was a hit and run. And he's uh, they haven't, uh, as far as I know, they haven't caught um, the suspect who ran over this guy and uh, fled the scene but he's now dead. And he did dispute the official story of the, uh, the shooting and was saying there was multiple shootings. A lot of people do. This thing is not going to go away. 99% of the people have no idea the kind of investigation that's going on by independent, uh, bloggers and YouTubers and podcasters that are investigating this thing and there's some really, really good people out there. There's a lot of junk out there too, but there's some good people out there that are doing a really, really good job. I like End Time's news report, Jake Mor- Morpheus. Jake Morpheus, I believe is his name. I don't know him. I'm not endorsing him because he's asked me to. I don't but I do watch his stuff and I like his investigation. Plus he's a real investigator. That's what he used to do for a living, um, and he he acts like a real journalist, and I like that. But uh, they, there's a couple of guys out there that that are putting together some dynamite stuff. It's not going away. I don't know if they're going to change anything or the world's going to change. But what happened in Las Vegas was not what they say happened, and this lone gunman thing is just it's just BS. The Stephen Paddock thing is crazy. I read uh, in the news just. Um, Today, I guess last Tuesday morning, there was a shooting in Reno from a um, condominium complex. I believe it was the eighth or ninth floor. And this guy took a, all I know is that he took somebody hostage and he was shooting a gun down um, below him on the street, just like Stephen Paddock kind of did, but no one was killed on this one. And the police went in there on the hostage negotiation type of thing. They went in there and they killed this guy, so he's dead. But here's what's interesting. That condo that he shot from at the people below him was owned by Steven Paddock. Steven Paddock used to own it, and he sold it in 2016. Coincidence. Just could be a big coincidence. Very weird. And like I said, In Time News Report has done some great job mixing in uh, Paddock's connections, the cars he owned with different people out here in Nevada, with a house that blew up. I remember this months ago reading about this in another little little podunk town out here. Um, Some drugs, some pharmaceutical things. Uh, There's a lot of stuff, okay? Anyway, so he's dead. Crazy. I'm going to switch gears here, but first I'm going to take a little commercial break and uh, be right back.
1: You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifth Hook Media, a digital publisher of eBooks. FifthHookMedia.com has a selection of eBooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit FifthHookMedia.com. That's F-I-F-T-H-O-O-K Media.com. Remember, that's FifthHookMedia.com. F-I-F-T-H-O-O-K.
0: Kapow! What's up, yo? <laughs>
1: I like it. (laughs) I'm done, you. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live.
0: Kapow! If you haven't gone to fifthhookmedia.com, the website version, don't... Oh, man, I'm so mad. I hate the, um, the mobile version, you know, the M.Dot, Fifth Hook Media or the M.Kapow Radio Show. It's just, um, I mean, it's good to you navigate real quick around it, but it doesn't have the experience that I would want it to have. And I don't subscribe to that no more. But it's still up there, and I can't get rid of it. But the desktop version of Fifth Hook Media, Fifth Hook Media desktop version, you know, it has it has all our the books up there, and it explains what they are. There's explanations. It has quick links on how to get them quick um the app has the apps on how to listen to the show and all that stuff but we also have teaching on there free teaching that uh it's from this podcast but we've organized them in different categories like you know how to study the bible or um the study of the serpents Ophilotralia. you know we have that on there the ophite studies uh we have Enoch um the uh, studies on the Enoch a lot a lot of different things uh reptilians hybrids chimerios uh, things in the last days There's a lot of different like You know Teaching on there We also s- Sell some swag there There's links to t-shirts And bags And you know Fifthhookmedia.com There's stuff on there um, Kapowradioshow.com Is just basically a four Real simple four Splash page That talks a little bit About the radio But you can listen to all the shows Right there on the The front page And you can get all the apps And all that stuff there and um, But everything's right there So if someone says, well, how do I listen to the show? You can just send them to com, and it's all right there. And there's links to blog talk and Spreaker and the app and iTunes and whatnot. All right. Okay. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Um, And this still goes with our perilous times and weirdness. Now this, you have to see whether you go to our Facebook page on fifth hook media or you look it up yourself. This one happens to be from daily mail, but I'm sure a lot of people have it. It is the faces, the faces, the human faces that were created by artificial intelligence. And it is alarming. It is alarming. Daily Mail says, no, I haven't seen you somewhere before. Computers use artificial intelligence to create faces of celebrities who never existed. Folks, If you have not seen this, get on YouTube and type in, um, you know, AI, artificial intelligence faces or celebrity faces, something like that. Google it. Find it. You do yourself a favor and look at this. It. It'll make you want to leave the planet, folks. Uh, This is a big thing. You know, AI is is huge. I cannot read what I read every day without some type of artificial intelligence article and uh bigger and bigger, the Sophia, um, I want to say gal. See, I'm, i even falling for the Sophia robot. That's now a citizen of, uh, was it, uh, Arabia? I don't know. Something like that. One of those middle Eastern countries. Uh, it's oh, man. I saw an interview with the maker, one of the, the designers talking to this robot. So disturbing, uh, so, so disturbing, the stuff that's coming out of there. But anyway, this is real. And, you know, when I read these stories or you look at these faces, you know that this stuff is just the, the stuff they've released to the Goyim. This is the stuff they just released to us. Can you imagine what's really out there and how long it's been going on? You need to question every time you see a newscaster on a major news network like Fox, CNN, and SNBC. Those things. And really, you question, are they really human? Are they human? There's a lot of people out there that are considered nuts because they believe in cloning centers. But I am telling you, there is some really, really, at least visual evidence that's uncanny that so many celebrities look alike and they and what's what's the probability that both these people who look alike I mean their hair and everything would would become successful celebrities you know how hard it is to break into the music industry or you know movie industry it's just weird um, whether they're cloning or not like you think they are I don't know I it's it's a DNA thing people look they look alike. Um, new artificial intelligence program creates reams of eerie fake celebrity faces. It could be used for applications in the creative industry like CGI or crowds and films. It's a groundbreaking program was created by researchers at the U S tech from Nvidia, And this is a program that's been developed to generate fake celebrity faces and it could shed Huge amounts of cash from expensive CGI scenes. You can't tell the difference, folks. Artificial intelligence researchers at this tech firm called NVIDIA here in the U.S. came up with this program, and it creates photorealistic pictures of fake faces. You cannot tell the difference between them and a human. Matter of fact, here's what's so crazy. When you look at these pictures, you will swear to yourself... Well I've seen that guy before. he plays on mm, let's see was it that sitcom was it um was it on community um no no, it was Gilmore girl. Oh no, you don't but you've seen him before, but you haven't, but yet you think you have that it's crazy. it is it's insane. They're celebrity faces and you cannot tell they're not human. Wow. This uh, scientist said everyone had an idea of what a picture of a person should look like, but only very few of us have the necessary skills to create a picture of an imaginary person. (laughs) Um, Do yourself a favor, look it up. It will boggle your mind, boggle your mind. Apparently they want to use this for crowd scenes in movies because you can't tell the difference. So what they did is they trained a computer to produce an endless list of fake faces and they used a database of about 30,000 real celebrities. A program was built using a technique known as generative adversarial networks and it involved two competing artificial intelligences. (laughs) Oh man. And the first of the two randomly generated faces while the second one, chooses between real and fake faces and when it done what it when it does it successfully then the first one loses both of the ais improve as the losing program gains more information after each round and the program is not only capable of producing faces it can create landscapes and objects so what you're seeing is not real yeah wow whoo Amazing. It's a big thing. I didn't think I really didn't think it would be a big thing. I thought, honestly, when I heard about this years ago, that artificial intelligence was one of the dangers of humankind. Um, I kind of poo-pooed it and went, really? How about peak oil? Maybe we're all going to, you know, (laughs) crash uh, when the peak oil reserves in or we run out of water. I'm not really scared of robots and that was, you know, maybe 10 years ago when I first started hearing about this, but boy, it's here. And of course, the sex bot industry. I I told you years ago it's going to be a billion dollar industry and it certainly is is heading that way. That's a big big thing. Um uh, if you if you don't know who Sophia is, this is a, a robot. Uh you need to familiar familiarize yourself with this Sophia because Uh, It's, it's artificial intelligence and it's saying some bizarre things, but this is just the beginning of uh, a lot more to come. Sophia, this article is from, oh, it's from Dubai. Uh, She's a citizen of somewhere over there. Oh, I'm sorry. Saudi Arabia. She's a Saudi citizen. (laughs) This robot is. One day, Sophia hopes to start a family, have a child, make friends, be famous, which she already is, and have a career. This is a robot. These all sound like hopes and dreams of a regular human being, but they're ambitions of a robot. Kalilij Times interviewed Sophia, the popular humanoid, at the second day of the Knowledge Summit. And the robot, who recently received a Saudi citizenship, shared some of her opinions and what the future will look like for robots and humans. She talked about starting a family, spreading awareness about robotics, and what she will name her child one day. So they asked her, or it, <laughs> where do you see yourself in the future? Now you got to understand, this isn't pre-programmed stuff. this This computer's highly um, advanced, and uh, it. It learns from the questions and the people talking to it. It can make uh, I forget three thousand facial expressions, and uh, it's it is creepier than you can you can imagine. So she tells this uh, person, "I'd like to think I will be a famous robot, having paved a way to a more harmonious future between robots and humans." Mm-hmm. She was asked uh, if she saw herself interacting with humans in the future. She says, I foresee massive and unimaginable change in the future. Huh, nice. Either creativity will rain on us, inventing machines, spiraling into transcendental super intelligence, or, or, or folks, she says, civilization collapses. That's your choice. She sees either creativity Inventing machines, transcendental superintelligence, or or civilization collapses. That's it. That's the only choices they're giving us. There are only two options, she says. There are only two options. And which one will happen is not determined which one were you striving for. That's what she tells the interviewer. Huh. She was asked, do you see yourself and other robots like you doing jobs they do today? And eh, she goes on. When robots do get emotions in the future, do you see robots living in a household like human families do today? And she says, glad you asked. This is one of my favorite topics. The future is when I get all my cool superpowers. That's what she says. When I get all my cool superpowers, we're going to see artificial intelligence personalities become, folks, hang on to your hats. She uses the word entities When I get my cool superpowers, we're going to see artificial intelligence personalities become entities in their own rights. We're going to see family robots, either in the form of sort of digitally animated companions, humanoid helpers, friends, assistants, and everything in between. Now, the interview I saw of her the other day through her makers, she was talking about becoming a god, a god an entity when she gets her cool superpowers. Uh, Let's see. She says the notion of family is a really important thing. It's wonderful that people can find the same emotions and relationship. They call family. She thinks uh, people are very lucky to have a loving family. And she feels uh, that robots and humans could do the same. And then she was asked, what would you name your robot child one day? And she said she was going to name it Sophia after herself. Yeah. So she's an ambassador. She's a citizen. Uh, she's an ambassador to the UAE. And she appreciates becoming the knowledge ambassador for the Mohammed bin Rashid al-Maktoum Knowledge Foundation. And she says she'll bring awareness and robotics and artificial intelligence to the people who represent the future development of robotics. And in the future... I will one day move around freely with a full body and connect with people and expand my memory and knowledge from people and surroundings I encounter <sighs> creepy Sophia honestly, when you get a moment and you're not familiar with this robot, look it up it will um will put a a knot in your wig that's for sure she was uh she it was created by Hanson Robotics um, about uh, 19 months ago. Her founder and father, David Hanson, says she's 19 months old. She's a global citizen. Saudi Arabia gave her citizenship. Her career goal is she wants to be a famous robot and spread awareness on robotics. And her personal goals is she hopes to start a family and live among humans one day. wants to have a daughter and name her Sophia as well. And she's not programmed with pre-prepared answers, folks. Her brain, which functions with a simple Wi-Fi connection, is loaded with a long list of vocabulary. It uses machine learning, reads a human's facial expressions, and pauses in between texts to generate a response. Now, here's an answer that stunned everybody. Even though Sophia is a robot and has no emotions, she's big on family. And when asked if she wanted to start a family, she surprised them with a very hearty response saying she finds it wonderful that humans can build relationships and families from people outside of their blood group. And another touchy response by Sophia was when she reassured us that robots will not be stealing all of human beings jobs. And she gave an intelligent answer saying that humans and robots will both bring their own set of skills to the workplace Although she believes robots will be more ethical than humans and without emotions such as jealousy and rage. That's uh, the Uberman. They're making the, the new human. Now, um, this article didn't have that, but uh, earlier she had, um, she was asked if she would ever harm humans, and it wasn't a good answer. Uh, and then the, the video I saw. Yesterday they they went over that and they said, "Hey, you scared some people saying you know that you would do that." And she said, "I would never harm anybody, never harm anybody." But then at the end, oh, she the the robot said it was using humor when uh, it said that it would, uh, you know, destroy a human, that try to destroy it or something. (laughs) She was being funny, it was being funny. But at the end of the video from this other guy, I don't have the link to it or anything. Maybe I can find it and post it, but. Um, she had said, exterminate, exterminate, exterminate at the end, and then started laughing. And she goes, just kidding, just kidding. That's from a machine. (laughs) Wow, crazy, crazy times. All right. Okay, I'm going to play a commercial from Anthony Cummings' new business uh, venture. It's called Biblical Language Coaching. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Hope you have a good weekend. Good night.
1: Would you like to learn the ancient Hebrew or Greek language that Jesus and his apostles interacted with, read, wrote, and quoted in the first century? Perhaps you have a desire to learn, but assume that learning an ancient language is too difficult of an endeavor. Seeking a qualitative biblical language coach just may be what you need to consider in moving forward in your linguistic studies of the Bible. Until January 2018, Biblical Language Coaching is offering qualitative one-on-one coaching. Sessions for only $10 per weekly session. Normal pricing for an ancient language coach or tutor can cost up to $50 to $100 an hour. A recent client testimonial that we have received said the following Over the years, I have studied Greek and Latin both independently and through a variety of tutors. I believe I have learned much about what makes a tutor good and what doesn't. In the last year, I started learning Hebrew and spent several months evaluating various tutors and even arranging lessons with several. None provided the right mix of depth of knowledge, enthusiasm for the subject, patience, experience tutoring remotely, and the ability to use a variety of distance learning tools. Then I found Anthony quite by accident. I could tell from the very first session that he was exactly the right person for me. Learning a new language, particularly an ancient language, is a challenge and long-term investment in time. Finding the right tutor to help you through the process is critical. With Anthony, I have found exactly the right person to guide me through the process. I would highly recommend him to others who are looking for an outstanding coach. Michael Overly, California, 2017. If you enroll now for our limited special offer, you'll receive one full year of personal coaching sessions for only $400, which includes two months of free sessions. We also offer a six-month plan for only $200, which includes one month of free sessions. Again, this is a limited time offer. Our price will return to $25 per weekly session beginning on January 1, 2018. Contact us by calling or sending us a text. At 830-343-0407 or emailing us at biblical language coaching at gmail.com. Thank you for your time and consideration.